This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave and Mahoney. friends and thank you for joining us got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today what would you like first there mahoney dave why don't we start off today's show with some bad news some bad news is that the owls are back mm. why is this bad news owls are like well it, they, they eat rodents man. yeah no i mean i'm a big fan of owls and i actually enjoy owls terrorizing other people but i can understand how for the people being terrorized by the owls it would be bad news i understand young children sometimes hate owls because they steal their tootsie pops mm. and that owl's a son of a bitch do you even think that kids today know how many licks it takes to get to the have center of a tootsie even, pop have they even ever asked the question? Because I don't think that today's youth would have anywhere near the level of patience that it would take. There's to... no commercials for a Tootsie Pop. It was no. three licks, and then that son of a bitch just bit through it. Did he, he, is a, ever... he is a selfish lover. <laughs> it's to the point. Three licks, and then I'm done. Uh-huh. 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 That was all. That was three. Nobody liked you, Al. Did you ever also, try to... Also, why uh... he had glasses. Owls have great eyesight. What's wrong with right. that? What's what's wrong with that owl? Okay, so let me ask you this: As a kid, did you ever try to see how many licks it would take to get yes. to the center? And did you succeed in actually doing it, or did you also Give well, freak out and bite it? Because I always ran into a problem of what constituted the center of a tootsie pop. Because was it as soon as your tongue hit the tootsie? Yes, that is the center. But there was still plenty of candy shell on the outside. It doesn't matter. You could just lick it one tiny spot and just burrow right through. That would technically be getting to the center. Well, I mean, I've done that, but I never fully completed the <laughs> or the removal of the you outside the hard DJ candy shell. of this radio show. So, I mean, uh, the sting, animal- sir. The sting. Sure. Uh, animal rescuers in South Africa said that a court session was interrupted when an owl swooped into the chamber through a hole in the ceiling. The owl started flying around the room, and the judge and the entire room full of people ran out screaming. A bunch of bitches. What was the court That's hearing ca- for? Uh, it doesn't say, which is kind That's of a important. bummer, because I, I would have loved if... Do you get a mistrial for that? No. Is that a good Is that a good sign or a really bad sign? No, it's just seen as recess, I'm sure. Yeah. Did they say, uh, as the judge was screaming and running out of the courtroom, I'll see my way out? Who let this guy in here? Oh, God. It's actually a pretty cute owl. Is that the chick who's going to jail? <laughs> I doubt it. They're like, hey, you're a suspect, and you're going to jail for capital murder. That was her accomplice. That was what her, her plan was for That's going to bust me out of here. The whole time. <laughs> what kind of janky-ass court has holes in a the hole ceiling? A hole in the ceiling, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, where was this at? <laughs> South Africa. South Africa. 
South Africa. Africa. I didn't know owls existed there. Maybe that's me being incredibly dumb. But I, don't, I guess I would just, whenever I think of South Africa, I'm not thinking like owls. Owls. I'm thinking like blood diamonds, you know? <laughs> oh, that's fun. Uh, some good news today as well. Uh, a carjacker got caught. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because he, much like Mahoney, can't drive a stick shift. I can drive a stick. No, he can't. I drive sticks all the time. This uh, 25-year-old kid named Andrew knocked on a woman's car door. She's at the parking lot. He had his hand in his pocket, and he told her to get out because he would kill her ah. if she didn't let him take the car. She believed he might have a gun, so she's like, you know what? This is just a car. I'm not going to risk it. Mm-hmm. Got out, went to a nearby store, called the cops. Uh, Andrew struggled to get the Audi A3 moving because didn't know how to drive a stick. Mm-hmm. He gave up and ran away as the sirens started to get louder, but he took the car keys with him, thinking maybe he'll come back later for it. Um, and he didn't realize that the keys had an air tag on it. Oh, so yes. Very Smart. easy to track him down. I don't have air tags on my keys. I thought about buying some air tags this weekend. You For for what? Your, cause my you keys think and that, wallet. Oh, I've um, got, I, I had like, one in my wallet, but I took it out to put it on my son. Like my backpack has like a, an air tag <laughs> holder in it as well. Yeah, mine too. So I was thinking that about handy? that. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Four for $89 at Costco. <laughs> you are becoming increasingly more and more paranoid every day, and I love it. Yeah. You, you're going to be tracking everything. You have cameras in every room of your house. Sure do. I mean, okay, you just said you tracked your son. You put an air tag on your kid. I put an air tag on my kid at Disneyland. Yeah, well, it got, soil, than, it got peed yeah, you, all over. You, it probably you, don't you, work you, anymore. Bitch, be a, be a real parent and put your kid on a leash. Yeah, <laughs> like the good old days. Yeah, I tried to find one. They were out. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and So this is not going to be an easy question, but what is the superior form of chicken? Fried. 100%. Fried, just fried chicken, not a chicken wing or a chicken nugget. I mean, I know that nuggets and wings are fried, but you're just saying straight fried chicken is your favorite. I mean, like fried, like Chick-fil-A patty fried, but fried like KFC fried. Mm -hmm. Also frying, in my opinion. Breaded and fried. Lightly breaded and fried, yeah. Lightly breaded and fried, got it. Are we, yeah, because I was thinking more of the... Part of the chicken that, that that would qualify as well. If you had like, if you just said chicken wings, I think that's a very specific thing. If you say fried, I think a bucket of KFC. We got we got chicken breast. Why why don't they serve chicken ass for the guys who like you know? Yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's unfair to the butt guys. Yeah, what's going on? Wouldn't that be the thigh? Thigh and the leg? Mm, nah, nah, you need the upper. I need the glute. Yeah, I want a whole chicken glute, please. Isn't that technically part of the glute of a chicken? The thigh? No. Have you ever seen a butt cheek of a chicken, guys? Ah, uh, not yet. They may they, they maybe need to hit the gym. I start think getting it's that like cake. that whole part. <laughs> Do chickens you know not squat enough? I, that's that's something that I learned right now. Chickens don't have asses. No, they don't. <laughs> not like that. They're not like Why walking not? around with like glute muscles. Everyone else has an ass. What's, what's yeah, you got like pork pork butt? Yeah. Pork butt and pork shoulder are also the same thing, and I didn't realize that. Wait, are they? What? Yeah. <laughs> what? It's like the same thing. It's like the shoulder of the hip, which would technically be like... Okay. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. The butt. Because they're also not walking they, around they with booty cheeks. They don't want to talk about eating pig booty? <laughs> like, think about it. They're not like walking around with nah, butt seen, cheeks like some, human beings. Uh, I've seen, seen some thick thick pigs. Yeah, them pigs got cake. Yeah. <laughs> They go to like Doctor Miami or something. Like, why do they have well, the implants? I want to buy a chicken to get it uh, 
the butt implants. Why? Oh, little, I was going to say, are you Brazilian, squat shaming chickens now? Brazilian butt lift. Well, <laughs> <laughs> BBL. That's right. I, don't know, I, I guess to answer your question, probably thighs, and I would also go fried. Dark meat. Dark meat is superior. If you say chicken breast, I swear to God, I'm throwing this table. Chicken breast is like the Dry bottom ass. of the butt barrel part no, of the chicken. But the rotisserie chicken's real good. Sure, but even on those, the chicken breast is like good for a day if you don't quickly eat it while it's still warm. <laughs> the first day, the there's no such thing as a good second day chicken breast. I asked you guys is because there is some chicken drama right now going on. There What's- is a, uh, a Chicago man that has filed a lawsuit. It is a class action lawsuit against Buffalo Wild Wings saying the restaurant is charging too much for its boneless wings, which are basically nuggets and not made from the actual wing of a chicken. Fair. He contends that boneless wings are not actually part of a chicken wing, but instead slices of chicken breast deep fried like wings. I feel like if you file dumbass lawsuits, we need to have like a F around and find out clause. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you wasting everybody's time with this? Like, he loses, he gets punched square in the face from Mike Tyson. No, man, but he could be (laughs) lowering the price of the chicken wing. So no. you're saying that you would like to join his class action lawsuit? I just think <laughs> the Karen that it's of the funny. Show. If he's got money and he's got the time, why not? I mean, like th- these companies, these massive companies, like this is they're going to just bury this, so it doesn't matter. Like no. he's not. This is not going to see the light of day. It's just, uh, just so dumb and a waste of everybody's time. What do you mean? Do you know what? What do you mean? What's I feel funny like is that this would come across the table and somebody would get pumped. They'd be like, "This is going to be an easy win. This is an easy check for any lawyer USA anywhere." But Buffalo Wild Wings has to pay their lawyers. And you're like worried about Buffalo that's Wild go, Wings that's money? Going to, no, that's going to increase the prices. There's no free lunch. That's going to increase the prices of their stuff. It's not. Sure it is. Do you know how many lawsuits that all companies probably get every single day and, and we're not seeing the inflated price if we had a Mike Tyson price, punch you in no. the face clause. I'm not, I'm not against it. Man. File a stupid lawsuit, you lose. Mike Tyson You don't punches. go to jail. You just no. get punched once in the face by One Mike time. Tyson. That's it. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Child. Elderly men, women, anybody. <laughs> go we don't down. Discri- yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the, the the what is it? Lady Justice is blind. Eighty-five <laughs> year old lady. Yep. You file a frivolous lawsuit. Yep. You're going down. This is David Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. Eight three three yo dummy. Now the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What chain restaurant or fast food franchise has the worst clientele, in your opinion? Message deleted. The way that I would rate the uh, worst clientele is how tough the employees are. And pound for pound, no question, Popeyes has got the toughest employees. Like you walk into a Popeyes and try to start something. Popeyes employees getting their ass beat. Nope. See, but I mean, I also feel like that was just a weird time of the chicken sandwich. I don't really feel like people are throwing down like that all the time at a Popeyes. But you notice they're I, ready. I think that I would have to disagree because the absolute just, there's one on every corner, everywhere you go, there's so much foot traffic. McDonald's. McDonald's has I think to it have. too much. And they're open like 24-7 in some areas. Like, I, I don't know. I just nah, feel like man. they're or Taco Bell. I've never been Because all the drunks. I've the- never been into a... I know plenty of fights happen at McDonald's. Personally, I've never been into a fight in a McDonald's. But every single White Castle I've ever been into, mm-hmm. there's been a fight. But granted, it's always 2 a.m. White Castle, Popeyes, and then if we expand it out a little bit, 
uh, Waffle House has probably had the worst the, clientele. But that's not fast food. That's not fast that's, food. But I'm telling you, like I, as a youth going to Waffle House, Waffle we House would be surprised more, if we didn't see a fight. Waffle see, House is more dangerous than all those others combined. Absolutely. I even think that we need to take, again, I'm saying Popeye's, you've got to take it off because they don't have the dollar menu. And I feel like that matters because when you're drunk and you're in college, the the cheaper the items, I think the more like this, the more like desperate the clientele How like to mu- come in and like just to, if you don't give me this one dollar chicken sandwich yeah, right you're now, already hammered and you have three <laughs> bucks in your pocket, you're ready to go. So last you have nothing week, to lose. Nothing. Last week when I was visiting St. Louis, I drove. Uh, you know, I always drive around. I'm from St. Louis, so I always drive around to see stuff that I used to places I used to go. A little bit of nostalgia, to, sure, sure. Yeah. Especially like when you have time to kill, because yeah. I think I got into town and I had like eight hours before my flight. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah you can yeah. only eat so much stuff. And so my wife and I are driving around, and we're driving around downtown St. Louis. And there's a bar that I used to frequent all the time. Is it still standing? Uh, it is. Oh, and it's been there for like 50 years, but it's a college bar. I mean, it's been there for so long, but it's always been a college bar. And I heard some commercials on the radio there. It's still a college bar. Uh, but they do uh, they do dollar pitchers now, but they still they used to do 25-cent pitchers. How much would it take for you guys to go on a, like a Tuesday night to a place that's doing like 25-cent pitchers in a college oh, town? I would do that for free. Would you? Yes. I mean, not regularly. That sounds like hell. But just like the one-off, just to like you talking that about. That sounds it, like I mean hell. To you me talk now. about the the nostalgia, like just going and just like witnessing. But drunk underage kids who don't know how to hold their liquor, yeah, like I know. that just That's seems I mean. like awful. W- to wouldn't me. be fun to do regularly, but man, just one time, just going and observing all of the madness. I don't know, man. I worked in a college bar for a really long time you where you're babysitting all the kids. But I mean, it just depends. So those nights were always hit and miss. So it was like if there wasn't going to be like if it was like mid midterms and like some people were finishing up, like those were going to be the, like the really busy like Tuesdays or like Wednesdays. Right. But mm. otherwise, like sometimes we we're so dead. And then there was always just that one person who came with like that one group of like five mm-hmm. that came in and they were just like, the only ones in the bar getting blackout. He knew you were going to have to probably clean up barf and get that like pink <laughs> sawdust. Yeah. It was like Dude. I would have preferred the more busy nights. To the f- group of five who came for in, for sure, because the busy nights the at least like fly by too, because you just you're constantly on the move. Mm. But yeah, when you know that you you're like that's going to be the puker right there. That's the yes. one. My dad worked in the rent, uh, you know, the restaurant industry his whole life, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe about twenty years ago, I remember distinctly I was visiting him and we had a conversation about like you know I think I had just turned twenty one, and he's like, and we were talking about the prices of beer. He always went to the place that charged a dollar more for the beer for that reason for that he's like he's like just i'm willing to pay the extra dollar per beer to stay away from the riffraff rather than going to the cheapest place in town that's a riffraff i know i don't want to i don't want to fight yeah he's like i just don't want to fight some dumb cowboy for you know because i i I, you know i I, I played a rock and roll song he's like i'm still gonna get blackout but i don't want to be around other people that are losers that are also blacked out exactly Yeah, what new movies, video games, or even events are you guys excited for this year? Message deleted. I don't know if there's any specific content that I'm really excited about, but my kids are pretty pretty stoked about the new Mario movie I coming out. I knew you were going to say yeah. that. I thought of you the other day. I saw the uh, 
It looks trailer. I mean, visually, it looks phenomenal. It looks but awesome. I, but Chris Pratt being That's Mario, gonna be fine. God, I hope somebody. It's I not going to be. I fine. know the internet. It's it, just not. The internet exists, so I think at some point, Audrey, we'll have somebody who actually vo- can voice a real Mario dub over all of his crappy lines. And we can watch it because visually it looks like, you know, looks uh, awesome. A great version of the video game plus Jack Black as Bowser. I'm here for that. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. That's what I mean. They've got a huge cast of people. Everybody's great except for Chris Pratt. It's really annoying that Chris Pratt is the one that they chose. It really, we didn't need, like, you know who would have been great? Danny McBride. Danny DeVito, even. Danny DeVito. He could have just any stepped other, into the movie. He's all actual and also, Italian. Yeah, he's not. Uh, he, yeah, he wouldn't be appropriating culture. <laughs> this is so funny. And, I, and I, he is shaped like a Goomba. He is. He's he shaped like Mario, actually, yeah. really. Little guy. Love him. Uh, for me, uh, no real movies uh, I, I'm like looking forward to. I'm just kind of out of that scene. Like, I'm there's. You know, the last Shazam movie came out, and, you know, I'm just like, what? There was even a new... Flopped. I didn't know. all right, I thought. No, I think it's flopped. underperformed pretty significantly. Okay, but, you know... From the last one. I didn't even know there was a first Shazam. First one was good. No idea. That Zachary Levi's pretty good. But... For me, it's Diablo Four. So that's like my next my my my, my Call of Duty squad. We are going to transition over to that for a while. Oh, are you? Okay. You guys already are, are planning the move. Huh? Well, we're going to play both, mm. but you know, it's just uh, we play. Used to, I used to play Diablo, which I know it's a very kind of niche game, mm-hmm. but I used to play it for hours and hours and hours on end. So now, like actually having like friends who will also play it with me mm. makes me very excited. That is super exciting. I'm happy for you. Please Thank leave you. a I don't think we realize how much weight our society puts on Excel. Everything is spreadsheets. If Excel suddenly goes away, our whole world collapses. Message deleted. I don't know how to use spreadsheets. I've been using Excel and the Google Sheets version of Excel for my entire life. Really? Since I was a child. What? And I still have no idea how it works properly. I know have... that there's different ways to like track in there. Cells. And yeah, that's about it. like the cells and have them, whether it's time or money or I've whatever. Any. I've never... I took I took a class on it. And really, dude, it is crazy the amount of stuff that Excel does. They have. Have you ever made a spreadsheet? Never, not once in my life. <laughs> I've ne- Why would I ever make a spreadsheet? <laughs> I don't know. Work. <laughs> How would that make our work better? <laughs> to, to, to organize things. Somebody else can do that. <laughs> it's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. See, this is dangerous here. Audrey, you've been talking about how your boyfriend has got this sweet tooth and it is affecting your diet. It is. What kind of sweet tooth has he got? I've always found that the the, the opposites tend to work pretty well because my wife has a huge sweet tooth, but I'm not a sweets guy at all. Same with my wife. My wife doesn't indulge in bad stuff. Yeah, no, I indulge in bad stuff, just not specifically that. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, it works in our favor because when my wife... Like, wants to have something sweet, like, wants to order, you know, like crumble cookies or something like that. And I'm not having dessert. Yeah. Sometimes she'll find the willpower to not do it. But mm-hmm. I know that if I was encouraging her and doing it along oh. with her every single night. I've, I've got a friend who I grew up with who I spent most of my, like, youth around. Mm-hmm. And we spent, like, you know, all, all of our nights and stuff together in high school and in college. And... We both just, like, enabled each other. Yeah. And just having that kind of, like, enabling yeah, is why I gained 100 pounds. That's why. (laughs) 
So we actually had a conversation not too long ago on air about Hostess and the like oatmeal cream pies and zebra actually, cakes. Did you actually go out and get them? Yes. You get some Z, you get some star crunches. Uh, yeah. Star uh, crunches. We did not get we got star um, crunches in the freezer. We got the rolls, the Swiss rolls. Swiss rolls. Zebra cakes. Yeah. Yep, yep. Oatmeal cream pies. Yeah. What are the white ones with the, the chocolate swirl on it, top? Isn't that zebra cakes? Okay. Well so then we got those. But then once the What's the the chocolate one with the vanilla swirl on top? It's just the opposite of that, right? But it has a name. We got oh, those just the two. cupcakes. The the little it's like a little circle, like a like yeah. three little circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the Hostess cupcakes. Okay, and OG cupcakes. And then I think we got oh, and then we got some Snickerdoodle something. I don't know, man. Did you get the Nutty Bar? We, oh, we had them in our hand, but I actually said this is enough. <laughs> you bought all of these at the same time? Yeah. So oh we my. we did this. <laughs> Because we, Harley was going to have, Harley is my boyfriend's daughter, she's 10, was going to have a sleepover. And we had just talked about this on air and he was listening and he was like, you are so right. There was nothing better than going over to someone's house and them just being stocked full of like sweet treats. So he's like, we're going to be that Game. house. Yes. Yeah. He was like, let's do it. So we go get all of the sweet treats mm-hmm. and it's kind of, that was the gas. That was the gas. That was the fuel to the fire. And... Um, it's gotten to the point now where I'll hear, and like the pantry, like rummaging around, like in all of like the plastic stuff of like him. And he's like, just one more. And he'll just like go back and get more. Like those were supposed to be for Harley. Harley. Is he like hoofing them down in the pantry? Is he like doing that thing where he's like kind of hiding it where you you hear somebody in the pantry and there's enough crunching going on with a plastic opening and then they're in there there long enough where you're like. You ate two of them, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, you you you, you eat oatmeal cream pies in the pantry before you come out. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's like proud of the, his choices, so he'll like lay them out like the the zebra cake, the Swiss roll, and the oatmeal cream pie, and he'll put them in order of like most excited to eat to least excited to eat. <laughs> but what's what's killing me is not the fact that I I never ever throughout my day really unless it's like that god awfully time of the month where I'm like. I've got to get this oatmeal cream pie in my mouth immediately. Like, yeah. I'm never, like, I'm never craving anything like that. Like, I usually am more of, like, a chocolate, like a Dove chocolate or those Lindor chocolate things. Like, I just, or a handful of chocolate chips. Like, yeah. I want the actual chocolate. Sure. So, I have the ability to, like, refrain from that. But he does the sweetest thing where whatever he's eating, he wants to give me a bite of it. So, like, I'll be sitting on the couch or whatever, and you're like, here, baby. Was he feeding to you, like, <laughs> yes! grapes? Like, you're, a, yes! like, a Roman goddess? So, like, I'll just be sitting there watching whatever. He's like, here, baby, you want to bite? I'm like, you're so cute. Of course. Like, <laughs> I can't not tell him no. But it's creating this internal issue where I know I'm about to blow up. Like, I know I am about, I have to tell him no, but he's so cute. I don't want to tell him no. I try to give you back. You're like, baby, you're going to give me diabetes. I know. God. And like the other day, this is actually. You can't die without diabetes. She can't. (laughs) True. But the other day, too, this sparked another interesting dynamic of sweets. We were craving ice cream. And his mom and Harley had gone gone out and gotten their own flavors, and that both of us were like, "Well, too." And he looked at me and he was like, "Let's go get around." I was like, "Okay." So we went to go, and he's like, "What do you want?" I was like, "I don't know why, but I've just been craving a McFlurry." And I saw on the menu that they have the new Shamrock McFlurry because it's the month of March. Okay, that makes sense. And I was like, "Let me try this." 
Gross. If you like Shamrock McFlurries, you're disgusting. <laughs> I mean, people are about all about that Shamrock uh, shake. So gross. It's like Listerine. It is oh, so foul. Ugh. It wasn't even like swirled right. It was so well, disgusting. Maybe was, you just got a bad one, though. Well, no, there's no way. If the, No, the, don't stand up for McDonald's. <laughs> it's so gross. I, I just know there's a lot of people out there who love the Shamrock they're shakes. They're They're ghouls and goblins of human beings. There's no way that you're like, num, 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 this is tasty. Like, I you're like going to get a lot of hate. Fine, come for me. For 833-YO-DUMMY. At Audrey on air. Let's fist fight over this. This is, <laughs> this is disgusting. I'm just cursed. It's did, so did gross. Did you still eat this shamrock? McClure? So I had a couple bites. Uh-huh. Here's where it gets a little testy. So I had a couple bites and he goes, that is the grossest thing I've ever tasted. Let's go back and throw it at him. Like, that's how angry we were over this. But better yet, he was like, don't even have another bite. We'll stop somewhere else and get additional ice cream, ice cream. <laughs> you guys <laughs> so we ended up eating like oatmeal cream pies McFlurries and then we went back and we got vanilla ice cream which sounds so bland but we put whipped cream and peanut butter and chocolate chips and made it our own little little tasty fat treat <laughs> and I am gonna say that this is how I want to like initiate my 600 pound life like episode <laughs> this is the uh, we're gonna film the audition tape right now just go ahead and get the before picture yeah, because yeah. like in a month this is it's gonna be you. wild yeah it's gonna be two of you. you most people go backwards as we go towards summer mm-hmm. not me <laughs> your summer bod is round <laughs> <laughs> call or text us at 833 yo and on social media at dave and mahoney there is a certain person, a certain person, so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? The things that the Karens and the Darrens of the world will get mad at, it knows no bounds. It can literally be anything. We've seen Karens and Darrens furious at purchases that they have made on Amazon. Obviously, the normal things, the restaurants and establishments that they've gone into because they haven't been pleased. We also had a Karen just the other day who was mad because... She just simply couldn't find the place that she was looking for, and so she gave it a one-star review. Dave, Claimed are, it didn't exist. There are no problems <laughs> too big or especially too small that need to be uh, ignored by these Karens and Darrens of the world. They will put their pros to paper and let the world know that they are displeased. A single review to share with you today on Candy Crush. Yes, the mobile game. It's got 4.6 out of 5 stars, 33 million reviews. Whoa, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, Amber M said 5 out of 5 stars. I'm addicted. Level 400. Dot, dot, dot. Well, I was on level 400. Make sure you save your progress. I got a new phone and thought it was automatically being saved because my Facebook account, it wasn't. Had to start all over. Still gave it 5 out of 5 stars. What level are you on? I was just wondering. Oh, God. You really want me to look? Yeah. yeah. I want to know what kind of junkie. I know you don't play it as much as you used to. Not as much, but still. Like, traveling and stuff, still. Okay, I'm firing it up right now. But you've also paid. A lot of money. Yeah. (sighs) This thing. I swear to God. Can you go back into your, like, credit card and Google Candy Crush? Like, how much? You've spent. Uh, Like I did with DoorDash during the lockdown. Do you guys really want to know? Yeah. Is it more or less than that lady? More or less than level 400? Yeah. What do you think? More. More. Mm-hmm. 550. Yeah. 550. Go ahead, Mahoney. Oh, no. It's I don't even like know 
What? <laughs> no good with that eye either. You're over here talking trash about me oh. playing Call of Duty. Meanwhile, you're uh, on level three thousand three hundred and seventy-five. Super Saiyan on that. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's a problem. All right, all right. Uh, Crystal W said five out of five. It's fun, a relaxing game that speaks to my sense of order and needing to organize. Fair. Uh, Karen I said one out of five stars. This POS game is not for children. It's not for anyone, really. In all caps, get rid of the you failed. That is a terrible message to send to kids. The last thing we should be doing right now is dumping that kind of negativity on them. I've watched kids play this POS game with the you failed message, and it's disgusting, disheartening, and an overall disgrace. Why don't you be responsible adults and try something more encouraging, like, you just missed it, better luck next time, or keep trying, you'll get it. That is how you send a positive message to kids, you jackasses. I mean, maybe this is just me being an absolute evil human being, but I feel like kids get too many positive messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're going to fail a lot in life. you got to be okay with that. Yeah, you suck, kid. Be better. This is Dave and Mahoney. Goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Man, this is something out of a crime movie. A Florida law enforcement official is asking for help to locate a man who has eluded deputies, but only partially. So deputies made contact with a 40-year-old by the name of Kenneth Emery. After they learned that he was wanted for theft, they tried to arrest him, but he ended up running away on foot, but not before they got one handcuffed around his wrist. So he is on the run from the cops, but he is, like you see in movies, a dude that has one handcuff on. I mean, in public, though, <laughs> in this day and age, I just think that's a fashion accessory. You think so? Yeah. You think? Yeah. So he is uh, five foot nine, 170 pounds, and he was last seen wearing a dark blue Tampa Bay Storm jersey. This what, dude is on Tampa the run. Tampa Bay Storm? I don't even know what that is. What? 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 <laughs> Is that like their Tampa Bay Storm? Is that like a minor league hockey team or something? It's a. It looks like it's an arena football. Team. Oh God! <laughs> He's wearing an arena football league <laughs> jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they, they should have arrested him. Now yeah. I'm sure he's probably going to get an offer to play for him. Uh, and the other detail about his appearance is that he has tattoos on the right side of his neck that says dirty, and then on his right fingers that say spit, and on his left fingers that say game. So, you know, classy. classy. Yeah. Classy. Uh, I, I thought the dirty neck tattoo, he was just a big Christina Aguilera mm, fan. You know what? Dirty. That would make sense. Dude, that that song sense. still, I don't care what you say, that song hits. And she came out in those chaps. chaps. Oh, yeah. You yeah. kidding me? Yeah. <sighs> what up? So, uh, who hasn't been here before? A uh, dude got mad at his sauna buddy over their wiener sizes, and it turned into a knife fight. <laughs> okay. What? Tell me this was somewhere in Europe. Hey, it is in Germany. A uh, 29-year-old man stabbed his 37-year-old friend after a drunken argument. The man and his brother-in-law, 39, met at the victim's house. The three of them drank al- alcohol together and decided to go into the sauna together. And then they said, show me your wiener. <laughs> <laughs> My wiener schnitzel is more bigger than yours. Uh, the fight broke out between the, uh, the host and his guests, which ended with a heated fight about the length of their wieners. The My wiener is longer. Like what is? Like well, how did this even have like the? First of all, I'm so not German at all. But the how do you even have a conversation about your wiener size? Are you butt naked in a sauna? There must have been right. Like, otherwise, no why? Were they, like, and what are you doing? Like three dudes getting naked, drinking in a sauna together. 
Is it a bathhouse? That's different. It sounds like a bathhouse. No, no, this is at somebody's actual house. Like this guy had a sauna at his house. So this started a fight when they, which, by the way, guys, you could have just like measured. Oh, yeah. Also, you went to the toolbox to grab a knife. (laughs) What are you doing? Grab a. And then, yeah, settle it right then and there. 29-year-old went down the road to his house, came back two hours later still angry, and there was a confrontation. He pulled out his knife and stabbed the victim 11 times. Jesus. That's an act of passion. Like, you're trying to kill the guy. A hundred percent. I mean, yeah, one time, a lot. Um, uh, 11 times. Dude, yeah. this, this guy was lit, too. So they did a blood alcohol test. After all this, so this is after a couple of hours, two hours after the stabbing. And keep in mind, it was a couple of hours. Who knows if he was still drinking in his own uh-huh. house by himself. But you're talking about like a potential four-hour swing here. Alcohol still .29. Wow. Whoa. Over three I mean, times the legal limit. He blacked out. Yeah. So did the guy live? Uh, no, he died. Yeah. He did? No, he's fine. Okay. Is he fine? <laughs> well, I mean, do we not have that information? No, it said that he suffered serious injuries okay, when he was so taken to the hospital. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're going to be in a sauna in Germany mm-hmm. with a blood alcohol level of 2.9 and you're going to argue about the size of your junk, mm-hmm. there's only one way to settle that. It's not with knives. But with swords. A sword fight. <laughs> well, I mean, ready, can't you just tell? Ready your weapon, sir. <laughs> yeah. Can't you just, like, yes. take the towel and off and just look, look at also, it? Just don't, you, you, that's the hand you've been dealt. Why be, don't be either impressed it. or sad it about it? It just is what it is. Just, it is what it is. You'll find somebody that'll be just fine with yep. it. Yep. No matter how big or small it is. Uh, and finally, that's we have... That's what we uh, tell ourselves. Yeah, that's, what, that's, what, <laughs> that's the only <laughs> thing that keeps us happy. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a couple of guys that tunneled out of a jail, so it's pretty serious stuff. There, there's a guy named John Garza, 37, and Arlie Nemo, which just sounds like a criminal's name, like 100%. Arlie Nemo. Yeah, it's uh, like a, like a w- snidely whiplash-style mustache. I was going to yes. say, that sounds more like like an indie alternative band like a trucker band Arlie Nemo Arlie Nemo yeah, yeah. You, you you your music sucks but there's like you know 20 year old chicks love it yeah so they were missing from the routine headcount at the Newport News Jail in Virginia, 7.15 p.m. The jail staff discovered they had burrowed through a wall of their cell. The tunnel led to the exterior of the building, and they made it out of the surrounding security wall. So they dug a hole using tools from a toothbrush and a metal object. So they the, the cops obviously put out the alert that there is some criminals that have burrowed themselves did out of jail. Did they straight up went Andy Dufresne, Shawshank Redemption on Absolutely this? Absolutely they did. And... They were pretty quickly tracked down. The uh, the cops were able to find them. Any guesses? On the side of the road? That's a good guess. In a German no, bathhouse? In a, nope. Also a good guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, they were at their local IHOP. <laughs> they just went to their local IHOP, and they were found there eating at 3.30 in the morning. all of the places you go to whenever you get out of jail, you say IHOP. That's what you've been missing on the outside is IHOP? Because they're the only place when you're wearing an orange jumpsuit that will serve they're you. Like, Come on in, have a seat. <laughs> you're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Yeah, um... Dave and Mahoney present... Uh... Would you like special curling fries? Fast, fast, fast food freak out. Shut up and listen to my order. Julio is joining us for a round of fast food free cats. Julio, let me ask you a simple question. What is your favorite fast food restaurant? Oh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is a good one. That Chick-fil-A sauce. We got some uh, some nuggets for the house that yeah. are like for the air fryer that uh-huh. taste exactly like the Chick-fil-A nuggets. And I was a little bit upset that we did not have the Chick-fil-A sauce that I know is available 
at the grocery store for the house to go along with them. You don't drinks. have a hundred extra packets of Chick Fil A sauce in your in a drawer at your house. I don't because I always eat them all. You know, you can ask for like twenty of those. Really, and they'll give them to you. Mm. It's Chick Fil A. All right, so not a lot of uh, fights at Chick Fil A's, as you know, Julio. But uh, the there is a lot of fights just in general at fast food establishments, and that's what fast food freakouts are all about. So this is audio that's been pulled from fights that have gone down at different establishments. You are trying to figure out which fast food restaurant the fight happened in based on the audio. There are little clues in the audio. Now Audrey and Mahoney are both helping you out today, but Mahoney is a forensic detective when it comes to hearing beeps in the backgrounds, the echo of the room. He really prides himself on how well he does at this game. Dave, I did not personally uh, visit all 14,000 McDonald's in North America for no reason. It was for this moment. It all culminates right now, right here with Julio. So the first one is a woman um, punching out the drive through window after the employees closed it on her for being rude. McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's. Let's, just, let's just have a listen. She called the police, so. Tell that That's fine. She bad, right? You bad, right, little mama? She, I you mean, bad, we was all right? listening. Y'all was really loud in our ears. That's okay, all she cool, was trying to tell collect. you. She ain't got to be disrespectful. I don't I'll tell you this much. I don't think I can punch out a drive-through window, man. Those things are thick, dude. You have to Hulk out. Yeah, that that, that is a punch. Uh, McDonald's not on the list, Mahoney. So mm. here are your options, Julio. Is it A Taco Bell? Yes. B Jack in the Box? No. C Wendy's? Wendy's? No, no that's a Taco Bell. Taco Bell, hundred percent. I heard the beep. I'm gonna go with Taco Bell as well. That is correct. Damn right it is. You heard the beep. I heard the I heard the beep for the meat. What do you mean? Meat. <laughs> it's not meat. It comes in a bag. That's meat. Gra- it's ground beef in a weird no, loose Ziploc. It's fine. It tastes delicious. It, it is delicious. Nothing people should be nicer at Taco Bell. Julio? And more people should be aggressive at Wendy's. That, Wendy's doesn't <laughs> get that kind of heat. Wendy's doesn't get that kind of heat. They should. They, I mean, the one near the, our old station, yeah. Wendy's in general should get No, way... Wendy's used to be the greatest. Throw Wendy's bricks through the windows. And that one what? ruined it for us. <laughs> it's... I, I'm with you, Audrey. I am also hurt by that Wendy's. But I think it's all Wendy's now, man. Nah, I think really? they're all trash. They've all gone downhill. Nah. All right, here we go on to number two. This woman's coffee was not made to her specific standards, and she was having none of it. Extra cream and sugar, whipped cream with drizzle on top of mocha. Right? Y'all asked me, did I want the mocha inside? I said no, on top. Bulls. What the hell is this? You're not making the coffee. So then, why am I talking to you? Then why am I talking to you? Is that A, a Culver's, B, a Starbucks, C, a Dunkin' Donuts? Dunkin'. Okay. Audrey's confident. I'm going to go with Dunkin' because I don't know what Culver's is. Dunkin' for the win is correct. People fist fight in Dunkin'. Dunkin's up there. When somebody asked earlier, like, what the, the most pound-for-pound pound dangerous fast food place is, like, Dunkin' might be on the list. For sure. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it certainly ranks, but, like, who gets the, that upset over Mocha not being on top but being in? Have you ever had your, well, you just do I black do, coffee? I do black coffee. Ooh, so. there's nothing worse whenever you are a bougie coffee order orderer and... Um, they, they get it, it wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hula, I feel you, like you, you want to go for this third one just for the fun of it, even though you already won? For sure. Okay, here we go. This uh, Uber driver was asked to leave after arguing with a customer after he picked up his order. Let's have a listen. I don't know who the f- 
you think you are? Yeah, you heard the guy. Get out of here. No. Just touch me again. See what happens. I'm not in your face. You put your hands on me. You know what that is? That's assault, bro. Hey, on camera, you stupid. I love when everyone filming is encouraging the fight to happen. <laughs> is that A, a McDonald's, B, a Subway, C, Burger King? 100% McDonald's for the win. But he's already won. I mean, for the double win. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go with McDonald's. Double win. You got it. That's right. Well done. Well done, brother. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, you and I have known each other for many, many years, and I would say that the uh, the level of discipline that you show now is far superior to what you used to. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, sure. you're just in your 20s and 30s. And, indulgent. You know, yeah, very indulgent. I, I lived a lot of life in those years. You don't feel like you missed out on anything, right? I feel like I've done everything that I need to do. If I died tomorrow, I'm pretty happy with the life that I've led. But you do have a couple of indulgences that you still enjoy. And towards the top of that list, I mean, outside of the video gaming, is cigars. You love smoking a cigar. Uh, Your wife does not love you smoking cigars as much as you love smoking them. So about 15 years ago, actually more than that now, how long ago was 2007? 16 years ago. I was doing my first morning show down in San Diego. And my boss at the time... After our very first show, you know, and my first time doing, like, radio, like, full, long-form content, you know, it was a very nervous day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't, you kind of like, I'm not qualified for this. I, you know, this is, uh, every word I'm being said, or that I'm saying is going out to, you know, hundreds of thousands of people across the city. It's, it was a very nervous time for me. You think you're a fraud, but my, after that first show... A lot of nerves. My boss takes me to a cigar bar uh, near the station, and I'd never smoked a cigar really in my life. And he's like, kind of walks me through it the first time. He's like, here, try this. Here's what you do. This sort of thing. And fell in love with cigars. And I was living in San Diego at the time, and I ended up making that place basically like my second home. I didn't have any friends. When I first moved to a new city, and so that just kind of became my default hangout. Didn't you say that Tony Gwynn used to hang out Tony there? Tony Gwynn did hang out there. Yeah. All, it was a place called Excalibur Cigar Wine Bar and Cigars, and Tony Gwynn was there on a pretty regular basis, and nobody gave him any, nobody, you know, everybody was like, oh, just we know that's Tony Gwynn right, because yeah. he's, you know, probably the most famous person in San Diego history. They have statues of him. <laughs> yeah, and, but he nobody hassled him. He just cool, yeah. talked to every, you know, would weigh in on conversations and was just a, just an awesome, amazing legend. But ever since then, you've loved cigars. Love cigars, and my wife... <laughs> I would smoke cigar literally every day of my life if I knew that I wouldn't get flack for it or it wouldn't be, you know, super detrimental to my health mm-hmm. because I just love smoking cigars that much. And so, you know, I had been a couple of weeks since I had had a cigar, and I had a couple that are sitting in my humidor, and I just, you know, started thinking about it. And I was told my wife the day before, I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smoke cigar." She's like, "Really? You're gonna, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're trying to be healthier, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe some sexy time later." And oh, so that's yeah, it doesn't go. Let's doesn't- just let's just pass. The cigar doesn't pair great with sexy. Because time. anytime I take a, anytime I take a, uh, a, a, some time out of my day to smoke cigar, she makes me 
strip off all of my clothes outside <laughs> outside and go into the shower and clean myself like I'm getting like you're a prisoner booked, like I'm getting booked <laughs> into a county jail that is hilarious and then she like talks me afterwards do you think that she does all of that and make it makes it a little bit dramatic like that the declothing derobing of yourself like outside do you think she tries to make it so dramatic that you decide that this is just not worth Absolutely. the cigar. hundred percent, that's yes. what's, what's going on. She wants me to live, and to be fair, I, I get her. I get that. Yeah, um, she wants the best for you. Her intentions are good. Yesterday, Dave and I had a post show meeting with some friends, and you know, I thought it would be a good idea to, you know, since I'm not going to be at home, and we're going to be having a meeting for a couple hours to just combine things that I can do. Outside of the house that my wife won't know about. Right, and I can yeah. kill two birds with one stone. So this has become kind of a thing now where every time that Mahoney and I have a meeting, he's like, should we go to the cigar bar for the for the meeting, for the very important business that we're working on? I'm like, fine. He's a junkie. <laughs> he is. He's, he just needs his fix. I, but I, if it's tied to business, you know, you can't argue that. I mean, it's, I, I feel like, Dave, we are businessmen now. For sure we are. <laughs> He's, he was actually talking about how he was like, I need to keep all of my receipts. <laughs> Literally you, yesterday. You're keeping your, your cigar receipts to write off? Well, Dave, we're, had, lunches. Yeah, we're having a conversation business about lunch. business. Were, were we not exclusively we were, sure. talking about business at that cigar bar? Doesn't matter where you do the business. And a couple of NFL trades. <laughs> but yeah. But that's also part of our business. Sure it is. So yeah. sure. So that was, that was going on. I, I, I just don't know. If it's, you know, I mean, we legitimately trying to get some stuff done, and I don't know if that's inappropriate of me to constantly bring cigars nah. to our business meetings. Nah, it's fine. That, I don't feel like there's anything more business-esque. I mean, very 1960s of you, but I mean, you that's the kind of life you live. Should I get a monocle and a top hat also? <laughs> <laughs> Just to complete the full look. You're like a really pathetic Don Draper. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833 Yo Dummy. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Am I the only person who's angry that YouTube doesn't allow you to rewind the ads? People don't understand the billions of dollars that are skipped on advertisements. Crazy. Message deleted. You want to rewind the ads on YouTube? Just watch another video, get the same ad. That's usually how it just goes. Just find the ad. What, why would you want to do that? That seems like a real dumb idea. Does anyone here subscribe to YouTube TV? No, no. I'm a I'm a Hulu Live. I'm going to just because the NFL. NFL. Yeah, yeah. I mean I that re- is a game changer being able to get that. I'm just being able to watch it with ease. Like that was my biggest gripe with DirecTV is that they're like the app, app was just janky and just never worked. And you know, finding but, games like you're paying for the content already. And it wasn't cheap, and you don't expect it to be because you're paying for something very specific. They know what they can charge yeah. for it. But it should work. I shouldn't have to go illegally stream a NFL game on a Reddit forum when Which I'm is, paying for it. Yeah. And it doesn't work on the DirecTV app. That Let me ask you this. Complaint. Yeah. Does it annoy you to no end when you're trying to watch a YouTube video and the ad comes in perf- perfect crystal 
HD, 4K, yeah. and fast as hell, and then you get into the video, and it's like janky as hell. Yeah. Grainy. Yeah. Grainy, doesn't load fast. And you're like, how did you deliver me this ad at the speed of light and in crisper than clear clarity? And then I get this. Mm-hmm. Priorities. Yep. Please leave a message after the tone. If you're at a friend's wedding, but your friend gets cold feet and wants to go out and call off the wedding, would you do as they wanted, or would you try to convince them to go through? Which would you do and why? Message deleted. Why would you ever try to convince somebody to get married who doesn't want to? I mean, unless they're just being totally irrational, right? Unless I there's mean, a circumstance where they're... But even if they're being don't, totally irrational, don't, don't force get married. Them, yeah, don't force them into it. Yeah. Seems like a it seems like a real bad idea. I feel like Audrey's on the other side of things. Here. No, I'm just trying to env- envision and picture a scenario where I would be a part of a wedding and hadn't already said that because prior, you know what I mean? Because yeah. girls are always talking. You yeah. uh, you speak out, you speak your mind to your girls. About if one of your girlfriends, dude, dude, if dudes, if one of their guys suck yeah. or they break up, like if, if, if when they break up, that's when it all gets no. But that, like that, in this then situation, they get back together. Though, like, what if you were with? And then we're like, oops, yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> still true. Uh, what if you're in a situation like this though, and one of your good friends gets engaged to a guy that you know is a total tool? So you know, whenever people who are in the style of relationships, there are those they've probably already broken up a hundred times. If you're getting cold feet at the altar, there's yeah. reasons for that, right? Yeah. So you've probably already held your friend through a lot of tears. So they probably already know your feelings on who they're marrying to begin with. So, you know, or or vice versa. I mean, I'm not really sure. Maybe there is a scenario where somebody has been silent and they keep it all together and then they run away at the altar. Can you you imagine that? Like how crazy of an idea is that? I just feel like humans were so predictable. You get all of your family and friends together and then you just bolt. And you paid for all that? (laughs) And you still paid for it. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, man. That is crazy. You had all of the opportunity to say, Like, hey, man, you got to be a little more assertive because you wasted everybody's time and money. Mm -hmm. And like the dudes, I mean, and who are out here asking people to marry them who don't know the answer, like in no opportunity, in in every opportunity that like you should ever be thinking about proposing to somebody, you should a thousand percent know there should never be. I wonder if they'll marry me. Yeah. Like those dudes. I mean, I know a lot of them are so stupid, but the ones that like will do it at the baseball stadium and then the girl says no. No, I know. Like a lot of those are staged because they're trying to come up with content of the crappy minor league baseball game. But the ones that aren't staged that do it on the jumbotrons and the girls say no, I'm like, good. Yes. Good. That girl is brave and that dude is a moron the if you're dumbest. not a hundred percent sure what are you doing so like i got a 50 50 shot at this i'm just gonna see if she'll marry me for the rest of her life at this what? point in my life if you know because i think for many years i i held my tongue about people's significant others or people they were dating or people they've broken up with you talk trash about my wife during our anniversary week i'm gonna fight you <laughs> <laughs> no, she should leave you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, agree. Yeah. Probably, she could do so much better. So much better. Um, but, uh, you know, at, at this point in my life, I would say probably over the last, uh, I mean, maybe 10 years, I like, if you're like one of my good guy friends, like, you know, and I only have a handful of those left and you're dating somebody that's toxic or whatever, I'm just done. Or if you do my friend wrong, I'm not going to try to pretend to be friends with your ex. Yeah. Like, if you di- if you hurt my friend, I am zero. Like, I don't care if you didn't hurt me. You hurt my friend. I'm not going to be friends with you. I And I will block you on social media and yeah. I will never talk to you again. 
I just, that's uh, like, and I know a lot of people are like, that's petty. What if they get back together with them? Well, then they know what my feelings are. I'm riding for my, I'm riding for my dudes. I'm riding for my friends, guys, girls. Like, if your ex sucks, I'm out. Just out. You're out of the friendship or you're just out with the... the I'm out with the other one. If they, you know, even though they did nothing to me, I'm just like, my friendship to me, because there's so few, I have so few friends, this is more important. I'll never forget about, there was a, a girl who I went to high school with, actually, who ended up kind of faking the fact that she, I think I might have told you guys this, she was faking that she was going to school and faking that she was going to work and would like turn around and come back home and like crawl in bed and watch Netflix all day. And... And I say that because she what? was using that as an excuse to have her fiance pay for all of her stuff. She was fleecing her fiance. Yes. It's one thing if you're like lying to work. Who cares? If you're lying to your fiance, yeah, that is dirty. So through the whole thing, this is like a six month stint. Like she went through it for like half a year to just what Netflix and chill by herself. Just be lazy. Yes. That's- <sighs> Wow. And so finally she confessed because I'm sure people were like, hey, you can't do this. What are you doing? And all the while they're preparing for their wedding. So, you know, he's paying for her. She's supposed to be at work, you know, yeah. making money to help, you know, prepare for their wedding that they're going to be having in a few months time. And people are giving her like checks say like her mom wrote her a check like this is for you to be able to pay off you know the dj or this is for you to be able to pay off the venue don't whatever. tell me she was spending that money she was spending it oh my god all so come to the week of the wedding okay is and she a con artist did she just hate this guy like wh- uh, they're st- they're married what? now have a baby Ooh. now oh. um but the last. week of the wedding we were like he was like calling you know, calling us and the the fiance was calling us and being like, I don't know what to do. I might have to end this relationship and marriage because I just found out. Obviously, he had found out a few months before about the, you know, the, the her not lying, going to work and, right? Not yeah. going to work, which is or huge. That's a huge lie to keep up. It's a huge like, lie. Get ready for work. Like, yeah, you like get, get ready for school. Put on your clothes and like walk leave out the door together. Get ready for work. What? That's ninety nine percent of it. Just go to work. That's not like waking up and getting dressed and getting in your car and leaving. That's ninety nine percent. That's the only hard part. That is. And then like just turn back around and crawl back in bed. I don't know. That is just the weirdest thing. So she would do all of that, okay? And he found out, and he was like, "That was really hard." But you know, like, well, we were just full steam ahead, still going to have this wedding. And then again, the week of the wedding, he found out that like. They still owed money to the caterer. He thought that it had all been paid. He thought that the the last remaining payment of the venue. Dude, and, and she's ripping off her own mom? Her family, his family, and him. Is she just insanely hot or something? She, sure. I mean, she's pretty, yes. But not like... I mean, I don't even think that... I mean, I don't even know if being insanely hot would justify you messing up your I, relationship with your never, husband, never, your potential never, never. husband, and I'm your own saying, parents. What on earth would convince this guy in his own mind to, to go, go through, through with this? I think, I mean, think about it. it if she's, I was probably. just going to say, like, yeah. she's probably manipulated everyone <sighs> because if... She's starting that behavior, we'll say, at like 26, right? Like, her parents had to have known in some capacity her capabilities or incapabilities of handling money. So, I mean, Mm. it got to the, like, 24 hours before. They're scrambling, freaking out. Like, he is. Like, I don't know if we're going to be able to have this wedding. Just be prepared to get a phone call to not show up because we have all of this money that's owed 
before we get there. Dude, this guy is such a beta. He's out here like Dude. calling everyone, being like, he's thinking about them. Like, I would be pretty selfish in that moment and be like, you have just ruined our lives together and my everything that I had planned. So, yeah, so all of us had to kind of like calling the bridesmaids, being like, I just don't want you to waste your time. We had to show up and we were like, kind of like looking around. Like, I wasn't part of the wedding. Like, we, oh, were, you were. we were guests. Okay. Even. But we were like, well, we, knew. The we knew. Wow. And well, well, showing up to know, know that all the stuff, you know, all the backstory. And then, the, like, you're at the church and they're going to, like, do their vows. And you're like, they pay for this. <laughs> That's what we were wondering the whole time. No, I'm, I'm not kidding. It's I like, believe it. That's what I, I would be I thinking. imagine that was, like, a pretty intense, like, if anyone. 24 hours. Has anything to say, speak now or forever hold your peace. Everyone's like. We knew it was shows up. Yeah, we knew it was in shambles because you know, like the the tablecloths they charge you for everything at weddings, right? Like yes. the, the the chairs, the tables, the, the cloths, that they all put of it. On the chairs, it yeah. was like they got down to the last second because it looked like every tablecloth had just come out of the packaging, like lines, you know, from being yes. folded. Yeah. So it was like every tablecloth on the table. I was like, well, they must have just put this on like minutes ago. Because they that had down is. to the wire, which is just so sad. So, I mean, if you know somebody who's in those type of relationships that Tell are going to get cold feet probably at the altar, there's been so many more opportunities to have told them. They're just, they just ignore it. Dude, she's you know? a scam artist. That's wild. Dude, and that's she, some and of the she's, crazy. One, she's one of those people, too. So they've had, a, they've had a baby yeah. since Ooh. then. She doesn't post him ever. Oh, and will she's still doing we'll it? We'll do a, a like a like a smiley face emoji over her baby's face. Oh, I don't hate I don't hate that. I mean, it's stupid, but whatever. Just don't post the baby. She's got a private profile. <laughs> that is exhausting. Yeah, it's just one thing. I actually, you say I don't hate that, but like for what? Like, I mean, I'm not. If I have a kid, I'm never posting a picture just of it. Don't post a picture then. Yeah, yeah I, I would. I would so like put a smiley. Face I mean, but what if I look like, really hot though? Uh, I mean, like, like that's different. Like, that's like different. no double chin. Yeah, my beard's yeah, yeah. on board. My pad. hair. Yeah, yeah like a little <laughs> tricep shadow in there. <laughs> Call or text us at eight three three yo dumb and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love in all the wrong places. Does this smell like chloroform to you? What? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave Mahoney. Everyone's looking for love. Some people think the right place to find it is Craigslist. And so we want to take these messages and we want to amplify them, Mahoney, so that way these people have the best shot at meeting that special someone. Dave, they go old school and you and I are a fan of making love happen many years ago in a seedy wood paneling basement of our friends rich dad's house we put our hands on a stack of penthouse forum letters playboys and the occasional hustler and we swore uh, the, the occasional hustler. the occasional hustler oh so sticky and we swore <laughs> to help these freaks fly their flags as high as they possibly can to find that special someone this first one is definitely a predator and i don't know if this woman knows like it. It are is, you talking about the move the arnold movie like no, you no, know i think that'd be a little safer oh. uh this is entitled we talked on photography forum this is a woman for a man i talked with you on the photography forum we were talking about how to make a modeling portfolio for my daughter you were very patient with all of my questions and stuff i'm sure it's a long shot that you'd be looking on craigslist would love to connect don't like it don't like it also you know as a photographer dave the world of photography filled with creeps yeah i mean that's why you got into it right yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. right in uh this next one is entitled so, cat lover this I'm is like, a uh, I'm like dave why don't you why don't you why don't you unbutton uh get a little more comfortable yeah just just you know i bought you this do you want to put it on yeah 
It's, hot, it's a little hot in here. The lights, you know, maybe maybe we just cool off a little. Yeah. Can you can you even touch your toes? I'd like to see. Why don't you just just, just, take, just just rotate ninety degrees real quick. Let's try. Let's try it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just repositioning you. Don't freak out. I'm just mm-hmm. repositioning you. Uh, this uh, this next one is entitled "Cat Lover." It is a man for a woman. Saw a lady wearing a shirt that which said, "Are you a cat lover?" Question mark. Now she was middle aged, so I didn't think too much until I saw the back of the shirt that said. Purina Cat Chow with the logo. I do hope to see this lady again as we have similar interests. Did she trade in Purina Cat Chow bucks to get that sweater <laughs> like cool points or Marvel Where bucks? Where do you even get a promotional Purina t-shirt from? That is, mm-hmm. Do you work at PetSmart? I don't know. That just seems interesting. Uh, and also interesting that this guy saw the promotional shirt from Purina and said, uh, we have similar interests. Dave, it's we have part a lot of, in common. It's part of the Purina Pro Club. Uh, their Purina points, Pro Club. Their points reward Jesus. system. Jesus. Uh, and yeah, you can get some valuable rewards like a ill-fitting uh, windbreaker with a uh, Purina logo on, and it may just find you the love of your life. Because everybody just wants um, some Purina swag. Yes. <laughs> if you're wondering what that one will cost, uh, you have to buy 1,700 pounds of dog or cat food to get that. How much? 1,700 pounds. That's a lot of cat food. Yeah, it is. I mean, cat. It's one thing if you got like a Great Dane or something, but if 1,700 pounds of cat food, it's a whew, lot. She is committed. Uh, this is female I met at Lowe's today. This is a man for a woman. I pulled into Lowe's today, got out of my car, and you were in the way. You asked me a question. We talked for a few minutes. I wanted to ask your name, but I didn't even think that there could be a connection. But I do believe there was. If this is you and you're interested, hit me up. I was driving the Blue Pathfinder. Blue Pathfinder? Yeah, it's a nice I'm car. just actually, I was trying to envision what that kind of car looks like. Nissan Pathfinder. I actually like the. Is it a? Is it a like it's an a, SUV? Is it their version of a like a Rav Four? Yeah, like a little, tiny, little, little bigger, little than, bigger that. than that. Little like bigger I think of like Forerunner. Do they still make? Oh, okay. They don't make Pathfinders anymore, do they? I think they still do. Do they? They don't still make the Xterra, do they? No, that like has been discontinued for ah, many many years. I, my more. problem is at Lowe's and Home Depot. I never really know who works there. Hmm. They're wearing aprons. What do you mean? Sometimes they're not. One hundred, like ninety nine percent of the time, they're in that little orange or blue apron. Yeah, but it's know. open in the back, just like them hospital gowns are. Yeah, let's petition mm-hmm. pantsless. Yes, I want to <laughs> totally, see some booty cheeks. Totally nude, except for the apron. I want to see that's, all that's, the cake. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's an OSHA violation. <laughs> with all that lumber around, is it? Okay, uh, this one is entitled "Beautiful Eyes." This is a man for a woman. We crossed paths twice today. First time breakfast at the Hyatt, and then later around lunch at an event downtown. I've never done this before and cannot believe I'm doing it now. I wish I had the courage to tell you how stunning I think you are. You have beautiful red hair and the most captivating eyes I have ever seen. Your body art is as beautiful as you. Redheads that are hot redheads are above everyone else. There is just something about a hot redhead who knows she's a hot redhead that is... I'm so jealous of hot redheads. Yeah, fiery. For Love real, it. though, they're, they they know it, mm-hmm. and they're confident, and they're hot, and no one like that hair is so perfect. And if they've got good hair too, yeah. like not just the color, but if it's like perfect. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. I mean, this guy should have just camped out at that crappy Hyatt bar, you know, hope to try to see something happen, you know. Yeah, I mean, because is there anything obviously- sadder than you're at like a Drury Inn? <laughs> Sitting at the bar, yeah. trying to get laid. You're just sitting there just hoping that some other in. lonely traveler rolls in. 
<laughs> to the La Quinta for the night. Yeah. <laughs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMB and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. So if you've ever wondered what it's like behind the scenes here at the Dave Mahoney Show, we all really enjoy each other's company and get to hang out together a lot, um, both at work and then pretty regularly away from being in the studio as well. We yeah. do different events together. We hang out uh, on our own time. We, we got to choose kind of who we work with. You and I, you know, 15 years ago decided that we wanted to work together and work for a single salary and, you know... And then, you know, what is it, four or five years ago, you know, we decided that, you know, we became friends with Audrey and wanted her to be a part of the show and brought her in. And thankfully she wanted to. Yeah. And everything was going great with old Audrey until yesterday. Well, listen, Dave, you hurt my feelings. I didn't hurt. I, I think it hurt Mahoney's feelings, too. Okay. He just so doesn't want to admit it. Here's what happened is we had finished up the show and we had a meeting in one hour's time. And I thought, oh, okay, this will be cool. I'll have an hour where I can get some stuff done before the meeting. Well, Audrey and Mahoney had just decided that they were going to go have another meal. Well, we were like, well, let's just go at least just get coffee because we always just wait around and like stare at the paint drying on the walls. It's just boring in here. And yeah, you can like do work. We can also like you have a laptop. You could have brought so it. So you want me to bring you. the laptop and work while sure. you guys? Could've. You could eat. have. So Audrey said she was just going to get a coffee. So we were thinking about going to like Starbucks or there's a diner right down the way. Yeah. And and you know like we were just like well if you're not wanting to come and eat because you said that you have a routine and you didn't want to mess up your well, I'd already, breakfast eggs I'd already eaten and then I was going to eat later and a meal in between would have been one unnecessary and two so you out of my routine could, fair but you could have just came and joined us for coffee yeah I, I just wanted to get out of the office yeah, yeah you you guys guys wanted, we had an hour to kill we had like, one hour what am I sit around that is a lot my thumbs? that is that's sixty minutes I know that's sixty and, full and minutes I was able to get work done and so it was like either go sit there and watch you guys eat or because i was not going to eat or get some work done and i was like i want to get some work done i have a lot of things that i need to get done it's the working hours of the day but we also see, start uh, our day much Audrey's earlier than right the average person fine i get it i'm not get, i'm not giving you a hard time for leaving that didn't bother me at all it's well, just i didn't want to go it and bothered Audrey, us me. Us or you? It bothered me. Yeah, it bothered her. Because you didn't want to come hang out with you, us. Do you know how I know that it bothered her? She flipped me the bird yeah, as she was walking away yesterday. The entire length. It just, the whole that. thing. It just felt like you were dismissive <laughs> of Audrey and I's needs. You didn't want to come hang out Your with needs. us. needs. You can eat by yourself. You don't need me to be there. I, we just wanted to hang out. Yeah. You know, just spend some time mean? socially yeah. together. We do that all the time. No, we don't. Yes, we do. No, it's fine. we do not. So and anyway. I just want to be like, hey, why don't you just come and join us for coffee and hang out with us? So let me give you a quick recap of what actually happened. Because Mahoney declared, I'm going to get an omelet whenever he goes to the diner because they have good omelets. Also, and Audrey said, I'm just going to have a coffee and hang out. So 833-YO-DUMMY, if you have friends who do this to you too, I want to know how you how it makes you feel. Okay, again. So go ahead. This was this was like a planned lunch or dinner Just, or breakfast or anything like that. It impulsive. was an impromptu meal. Sure. Both of these two come rolling in about three minutes before our meeting. Made it on time. Sure did. Right on time. It was three great. minutes. We were actually we were trying to like kill time. We got finished with twenty minutes to spare. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. had we but sat around had, for twenty extra minutes. You guys rolled back in right on time, right before the meeting started, and both of you were rubbing your bellies, and both of you went. <laughs> we both. Got the biscuits and gravy. 
It was a. It was the Southern Scrambles, what it was called. So, so it had in, two biscuits, <laughs> two sausage patties, scrambled eggs, eggs on top, and gravy. And it was delicious. And potatoes that and were like peppered potatoes. Audrey was rubbing her actual belly, and she goes, "It's a biscuit, baby." <laughs> <laughs> I was full, but yeah, man. Does it like, need me there? I mean, yeah, I mean, felt like you didn't want to spend time out. with us. Yeah. No, yeah. I was it busy, man. I had stuff to do. Well, no, you, if you know what, Dave, you weren't you weren't busy. You were just too busy for us. Yeah, man. That's yeah, how it felt. I know. That's exactly what I'm saying. Oh. That hurts. Dave. I love you guys, just not at 1030. And then you text me last night yelling at me for alpha brain. Stop it. <laughs> God. She's messing with my algorithm. I was getting, now I'm getting targeted like the luxury. Oh, actually, you know what? If he's going to be mean to us, yesterday was your anniversary as well. Yeah, Dave. Did you end up getting your wife those countertops for your anniversary? You son of a bitch. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. If you could add any feature to your car, no matter how absurd, what would it be? Message deleted. Talked about this before, and I'll stand by it. The car harpoon, the carpoon, uh, would be an excellent addition to any vehicle. It is a uh, harpoon that you can shoot at the person that makes you the most angry. The only catch is only deploys once a month. You mm-hmm. can't be out here just harpooning people like crazy. Uh, but once a month, you're allowed to shoot anyone with a harpoon on the road that you want to. They do not accrue. They do not build up. Nope. Use it. Or lose it. That's right. Going to be a lot of harpooning the last couple of days of the month. Got to meet that quota. I have a question though. Whenever you use the the harpoon, though, like, does it have accuracy? Yes, mm. D- very precise accuracy, and it, it it latches onto the vehicle that you're angry at, and it throws them off of a cliff with their Sick. whole family inside, Sick. Murder. screaming. I mean, as well, okay. so they plummet to their death. <laughs> okay. If we. <laughs> Are talking about completely ludicrous, ridiculous things that we could add to a car. Mine like would be like a, a heating oven. A heating oven. What? Like, <laughs> like so you would have for your pizzas, for your, pizzas, <laughs> for, your food. For, for your driving pizza. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, That's what I, would, yeah. I mean, yeah. Domino's did yeah. try that. Yeah, a Is little bit. I never saw what, one. Of those, I never saw exhibit? one of those on the road. But <laughs> yeah. on the commercials, they where they had like the oven built into the side. Do you remember those commercials? Yes. Oh I God. want one of those. I think that I would have mine. Would be two part. Mine would be um, I would stand uh, on a political ground of making sure that every parking space is a little bit bigger, just a little bit bigger. Nobody likes tight ass parking spaces. Too too tight parking spaces, not my thing. Um, And then the second one would be kind of if we can't get the like wider parking spaces, if you're too close to a car and you're trying to pull in, that there's some sort of like inflatable. Inflatable balloon. Your it's kind car of like, turns to jello, like flubber, so you can get into teeny tiny little spaces. It's kind of like what you see with boats, like when they're docked. You know, they have the bumpers. Yes. You could just have bumpers that you throw out your window, and then you can just yes, kind of crash your way in. Yes. Yeah, I'm down for that. Please leave a message after the tone. If you suddenly woke up in 2050, what would be the first thing you Google? Don't say porn, Mahoney. Message deleted. I, I mean, is Google even going to be around in 2050? Oh, yes. For you sure. think so? Absolutely. I mean, people That's, thought MySpace wasn't going to die. It's not that far or away. 2050, we're halfway... Oh 2023. So that's what? We're halfway to 2050 years. from 2020. So I would be 69? 68. 68, 69. Yeah. 
69. <laughs> so now that I'm 69, when does a 69 start? I don't like, I, uh, Just Google what happened in the last 30 years. I think 20 years. I, I think 27. There was a part of me when I was younger. <laughs> I, I envisioned the future to be like Star Trek and Star Wars, kind of. But like Star Trek, you know, that's the, I think, the more uh, idyllic. Uh, like version of the future, you know, like the way Earth is, the Federation. Uh, I don't. I'm not looking forward to t- traveling into the future anymore because I feel you like think it's going to get worse. It's just getting worse and dumber. We're not getting better. We're getting worse. Yes, technology is getting better, but we as a society and we as humans are getting infinitely worse. Yeah, so I would travel back with the time machine. To 1982. That's that's when the hard were, part. People like, were like actually social. Yeah, well, we're at this really interesting cross section of history. The timeline that we're all living on is different than we've ever experienced before. Because I remember growing up as a child, you're not connected to the outside world, mm-hmm. and you thought that it was this really interesting, fascinating place with all sorts of intelligent life that you just didn't have access to. And then we all got connected on the internet, and you realize that we're all bumbling morons that hate each other well, for I, no reason. What about thinking, though, that in the 80s you had this fantasy idea of technology, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it, it was more like... There were, it was met with whimsy and hope, and now we're like, wait, they're like just taking the, our jobs. Yeah, like the Jetsons. Was <laughs> you mean I be don't a thing? get to work and yeah. like have a robot just bring me sandwiches? That's yes, not what we're using the AI for. That's what the Jetsons was all about. It's like give me a little robot butler. That's yeah, that's man. what I want to do the things I don't want to do. Yeah, instead they're just like pouring drinks at the bar and not being a hot bartender. Yeah, like, we have like sucks. the Roombas, right? And they just yeah. smear crap, dog crap, <laughs> That's everywhere. That's all we everywhere. got. That's all we get. Uh, so I read a quote a couple days ago from uh, a gentleman named Edward O. Wilson and talking about like technology in the future. And he said, the real problem with humanity is the following. We have paleoithic emotions, medieval institutions, and godlike technology. Yeah, you know we're just we're just hairless apes with godlike technology with Twitter with dumb emotions. <laughs> yes, see, that, like literally, like that is that's not good. No, but you say with Twitter too. Like, I mean, I even feel like in the last few years we used to think that social media was like the best thing ever. Like yeah. we would just sit there and talk all day about how awesome it was to be connected and talk with your friends. And now we're like, oh my God, I, I, I hate scroll on yes. this and I can't get off. Like I can't get off on, on like Twitter or TikTok or Instagram or Be Real or Snapchat or Facebook. It's a funny that I said that the last thing because yeah. we're all so addicted to it 10 years ago. It's it nuts, man. It's exhausting. Like, being connected to all these people that have nothing to offer is just exhausting. Yeah. I still, you know, and, and if there was ever a, um, you know, a um, something to take wary of, you know, think about MySpace. Who had the most friends on there? Tila, oh. Tila Tequila. Oh, Tila Tequila. And now she's a Nazi. She's a dumb Nazi. <laughs> yep. So. Thanks, technology. She did. leave a message after the tone. That was her big claim to fame. She like, had, like, the most. Forbidden. Yeah, the most. Followers or whatever was friends on MySpace back in the day. R.I.P. Forbidden. Yeah. Why couldn't Tila Tequila have been the one that died? Yeah. Oh, Mm. my God. She's awful. She's she's a dumb Nazi. What's up, everybody? So you've all heard of of the Purge movies, right? I don't don't think we I don't think we need a Purge. What we do need, though, is for all zoos to open their doors for 24 hours and let anyone in. Now, that 
would trim the fat, right? Message no, no, deleted. I've got, a, I've got a much better idea uh, that's kind of based on the purge. There's one day a year where we all actually let people merge over, and we call it the merge. The mer- and, instead of the purge, and the, the world merge. becomes a much better place. And everyone's when you let- happy because yep. you let me in. Wait, yep. merge over from what? Just in traffic. Oh, yeah! Just come on in. Yeah, come on come over. On come on over. But it's got to be the zipper merge only one at a time. Yep. You know, you got to you got to keep the balance. Yep. You can't have those people. Everybody merges front. properly. Yes. one day a year. Just everyone merges correctly. That's the future I hope for. Yeah, you don't even have to use your carpoon. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. So I think we can all agree that if we were billionaires, that we would be really extra. We'd be the best billionaires. You, you think we'd be the best billionaires? Sure. Okay. So here's the story. I'm, I'm da- actually Dave. It's uh, you know I'm uh, I was a billionaire. Just gave all my money away. And, Ew. Oh, you were. Yeah. Sure. What, a, yeah. what an absolute moron yeah. you are. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. What a dumb decision. Why would you ever do that? I was actually <laughs> when you said that I was just thinking I would give my money to no one. <laughs> <laughs> when I die. Light it on fire. Yeah, I was the charity that the billions of dollars just came to. Like, I was the, the, the come, that was the come up for me. I'm not going to, no, I'm not, no. (laughs) (laughs) So we would all be giant pieces of trash. Uh, Elon Musk, you know, there's a lot of people that hate Elon Musk. There's people that also really like Elon Musk. I get that, but he's pretty exhausting. Uh, This story is ridiculous to me. Uh, I don't know whether or not it's true, but there were people that worked at Twitter that were saying that this is a real thing. Let's spread some rumors. So, doesn't matter if it's true. Let's report it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're not journalists. So I know. But doesn't matter. I uh, love rumors. So Twitter staff says that Elon Musk is accompanied everywhere that he goes by two gigantic bodyguards, like Hollywood-style bodyguards, dark need, suits, dark glasses. Yeah, man, he's the whole a billionaire. Yeah, he's People a billionaire. get kidnapped all the time for way less money. But like when you're in a secure building at your own headquarters, you still need security. You still need security. Would, that's, okay. that, that doesn't seem outrageous to here's, me. Here's the thing that they said that was outrageous. Is that they follow him everywhere, including into the bathroom? Sure, I mean, yeah. you're not, you're not. Just because you're taking a dump doesn't mean you're safe from people who are wanting to do you bodily harm. That is, I could never imagine, even if I was a billionaire, having that much confidence. Where I was like, you two into the restroom with me, stand outside of the stall. Yeah, or just like guard the bathroom door. Yeah, or just from the like outside. you're. No, Elon I want somebody Musk. to guard the bathroom door from somebody else coming in. It's your Elon yeah. Musk. Just make your own bathroom. Have a bathroom in your office. Yeah, I mean the fact that he's got these two body bodyguards with him at the Twitter headquarters or whatever his office is does not surprise me because there are. It's a really hostile environment right now. Yeah, nobody yeah. likes him there. So if you were had Elon Musk money, what would you do? What do you think would be the most annoying thing that you would do? Everything I did would be annoying. Everything. Everything. I would helicopter everywhere to Arby's, just land it in the parking lot. I would would have a Arby's on staff in my backyard always that only I could go to. I would purposely be put to sleep for four days and then rise again on the fifth. (laughs) (laughs) Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. So we were talking about the extra things that you would do if you were a billionaire, and I did like Audrey's example of uh, one-upping Jesus. <laughs> Hell of a move. Uh, Mahoney had a bit of a simpler idea. He simply wants an Arby's in his backyard that he can exclusively eat at 24-7, 365 days a year. But I have some caveats yes. about this, Dave. Mm-hmm. The way that this Arby's is going to have to be run, it's 24-7, 365, as you said, but... 
the food has to be made at least every five minutes. So the fries always have to be hot. The sandwiches always have to be fresh at any time. So every five minutes, you're making new food. Fries go out. You're making new food, and uh, you did have one other stipulation. All of the wasted food that didn't get eaten because you weren't there. Can go to nobody. There. Can go. No, no. we're not nope. feeding any hungry people whatsoever. No. I'm a billionaire, Stra- so I'm a piece of garbage. Straight in the trash. One of the worst yes. people on the planet. In fact, in the trash, close to people that can smell it that are yes. hungry, but they cannot touch it. Absolutely. Perfect. Wow. Yeah. So that's a great right. idea. Because that's what billionaires would <laughs> that's do. What that's billionaires basically would do. what they yeah. do. That's what they already do. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, we did the math on it. We're like, okay, how much would it actually cost? To do this, and is it feasible if you're a billionaire? And the short answer is yes, quite it's feasible. Not only feasible, it's wouldn't even they wouldn't even blink an eye. So at here's the cost of this. Here's how Arby's. We, yeah, why not? Why do you hate Arby's? What's wrong with Arby's? It's a delicious roast beef sandwich. They Chick-fil-A? got the meats. Well, Chick Fil A. We, we're not going to work at Chick Fil A for a year, and they have a you're pretty a billionaire. Strict... You get to go over. You could even have no, it open not, on Sundays. That, that doesn't how. That's not how it works for Chick Fil A. They 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 run the rules. They write the rules. Aww. So with this Arby's, um, we decided that it was going to be three staff members that were necessary at all times. 24-7, 365. Yep. You don't have to have cashiers, right? Because it's only you that's allowed to go yep. there. Um, but you, we want to make sure that they're happy and that they're doing their job well. So you've we got have, a manager. Yep. You've got a fry guy. And then you've got the roast beef artist. The roast beef artist, yes. yes. Uh, all of them paid $25 per hour. That's fair wage, I think. It's a good rate. Fair fair wage. Yeah, and, and again, three people on staff at all times uh, at $25 an hour comes out to $657,000 a year in just staff. in staff payroll. That feels reasonable. It's not crazy if you're a billionaire. If you're a billionaire. Okay, so, so three that's people at your... Staffing's at your, taken yep, care of. Staffing's taken care of. And then we decided, okay... How much is the food? Because it has to be remade every five minutes. Mm-hmm. And we came up with the, you know, a, a $20 price point because a normal meal from Arby's would be 8 bucks. Yeah. Uh, but you have to have a couple meals ready just in case you decide that you want something different. A double. Now, or- we're not going as ridiculous as having the whole menu redone every five minutes. It's the same meal every five minutes. You consistently want the same thing I get thing the same thing every time. Exactly. So that wouldn't change if I was a billionaire or not. I'm exactly. getting two uh, large roast beef sandwiches. So we uh, did the calculation on the food cost. $2,102,400 every year to have $20 worth of food made every five minutes, piping hot, fresh, ready to go. Fair. So you're happy with that. We decided $100,000 in electricity. Put that on top of it. And uh, upkeep and maintenance and things. And I think that's high. I do think that's high because this is going to be a well-run Arby's. Yeah, you're not going to have around $10,000 a month. Not get a lot of wear and tear on there, Dave. I would say if you're running at 365, 24-7, it would have a decent amount of wear and tear. But um, either way, $100,000 a year, a little bit of wiggle room there. Uh, Total budget for this is $2,859,400. Not even $3 million a year to have an Arby's in your backyard, fully staffed, 365, with piping hot food at all times. If you are an Elon Musk-level billionaire, he is worth $186 billion. That's insane. Disgusting. That is, I mean, like one-tenth of one percent of his net worth. Not even, like one one-hundredth of one percent. He made that right now. Yes, he just made that. So if you wanted that, that's not that... Outlandish, and I, as somebody who does love a roast beef sandwich and Arby's, Dave, you know if this radio thing doesn't work out for mm-hmm. us, yeah. which it's probably not going to, <laughs> we have three people here. We can staff it. Audrey, me, and you, yeah, could all staff this sure. Arby's. Yeah, uh, we, can, we can, we can, we can get our, guy. we can get our own Arby's. Manager. 
Get to work. We can we can become an Arby's no. franchisee. Okay. Uh, we need a we need five hundred thousand dollars in liquid capital. <laughs> we'll save up. We'll okay. save up. Oh yeah, sure. We'll sure, save sure, up. Sure. Sell yeah. a house. Maybe yeah. okay. maybe get a mortgage. Yeah. Reverse mortgage. Sell. sell somebody else's house. Okay. Um, but we only need an investment to build the place of uh, anywhere between five hundred thousand and two point four million dollars. Oh, we anywhere, could own our mean? own Arby's. Man, how much is it? We could five hundred thousand liquid. Or two point. The that, low end is two point. Well, the the high end is two point four. And then the low end is what five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Another five hundred thousand for so costs. We need, we need a million bucks. Yeah, yeah. Man, Can we start a GoFundMe for get, our own Arby's? Get me a two hundred thousand dollars Arby. I mean, I want I want to dump. I mean, I've seen some. <laughs> like, let's put it in an old Taco Bell yes. building. Yes. You know what Absolutely. I'm talking about? An old pizza now, hut. Now, finally, Audrey is on board. <laughs> Yeah, we'll those, those are my favorite. Pumps. Those yeah. are my favorite things where it's like, oh, the scars remind us that the past is real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, like I can see who you once were, dude. You know, if you're going into a Mexican <laughs> restaurant though, that's not that's in one of those old ass Taco Bell buildings from the '80s. You know that place is gonna be good, man. You I love- know you don't have to read a y- there's no Yelp review needed for that. You know that's gonna be a fire ass burrito. I like the places that used to be the old pizza huts where they didn't even try. No, they're still down the hut, literally. <laughs> and there's, there's no you can other still shape see on of the outside the, the, the words. Pasta hut? Yeah, it's for you. Like the sun burned the yeah. word hut into no, the side. They're all turned into Chinese food restaurants. <laughs> Every they're, time. 100%. They're all Chinese buffets. Every last one. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So Succession is a uh, show that has been very popular for HBO and HBO Max. And one of the stars of the show, uh, Sarah Snook, who plays the daughter, uh, she's the the redhead on Mm -hmm. the show. She is going to be a mom. Just announced that she is pregnant. So congratulations. Congratulations. 35-year-old actress expecting her first child with her husband. This is the last season of Succession that's going to be on HBO, which I know that's one of your favorites. I think it's great. It's very well, very well acted. I think it is totally appropriate that this is the last season, though. Yeah. It feels like it's kind of running its course. There's been talk about some spinoff. Is that something you'd be interested in, or do you think you're just kind of beating a dead horse at that yeah, point? It depends who the character is yeah. that they, they do a spinoff on. But I, I think that there's there's still more story to be told, but this story that they've been telling feels like it needs to conclude in this upcoming season. Does Succession have a good and catchy intro? I feel like of all of the HBO shows that we have, every single time they create an intro for it, usually like... You want to watch it from Game start to finish. You don't hit. turn it off. Yeah, Game Last of Thrones, of Us. White Lotus. White yeah. Lotus may be the best TV show theme song of the last 20 years. Is, I can't even think of the Succession intro. I mean, I've watched every really? single episode through the first three seasons, and it's not that memorable because I don't remember it. Well, okay, so then we'll just put that to the side. Of all of the intros, all of the intros, think of, think of all of the ones from HBO, mm-hmm. which one would you like to keep on during sex? Well, White Lotus. White Lotus. Game, really? Game, White Game Lotus Thrones season two, because they are different. Yeah. The, oh. That's what you want during the... That's that's the one that you how does that sound get made, Audrey? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I feel like I'd be so distracted. I feel like Game of Thrones is a good one. 
Mm, see, it's too much murder in Game of Thrones. It's just the intro. Yeah, I know. Murder in that booty. Well, well. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't know. I feel like the other one. I feel like I feel like White Lotus is way more of a like a disco theme. Yeah, you know, you got upbeat, and it's over quicker. <laughs> so one of the uh, the big stars from Succession has been Kieran Culkin, who's Macaulay Culkin's brother. But right. Kieran Culkin has, uh, in many ways, at least right now, become a bigger star than his brother Macaulay Culkin. And fun little fact about Kieran Culkin, he was actually in Home Alone. And he, Uncle Buck. That was his real younger brother yeah, that spilled the, the ping, milk. and peeing uh, the kid, yeah. peeing the bed. Yep. But, okay, so but you say that, but they're just, Macaulay is absolutely a bigger star. You think so? He lives in infamy forever from Home yeah. Alone. Well, did you know that there's another Culkin? Rory Culkin? Rory Culkin? No, David. I mean, there's like 10 Culkins. Like, there they, is? Oh, yeah. There's like a whole bunch. They had... All the kids. They all look so, alike. That they is look crazy. So similar. So uh, Rory Culkin has uh, found some some new internet fandom. Yeah. Uh, because he is a part of Amazon Prime's new hit show, which is called Swarm. Uh, I guess they showed his uh, his dingling in the show. Dude, and he's so, jacked. He is yeah. jacked up. Like, like I mean, it is crazy how uh, genetics just served in his favor and not in like Macaulay's because well, Macaulay's like. Thin and frail. Yeah. Well, he's gotten older. You know, I mean, a lot, 30, of, like a lot of drug seven. use. He did a lot, a lot of, of drugs. A lot of drug use that. in his younger years, which kept him, you know, probably, probably unnaturally thin. But okay, if you look, but you, Kieran's I, not Jack. I saw this. I saw this yeah, Rory true. Culkin video of you know his junk and good which, for which good, uh, good for him. How would you rate his junk? Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Really? 10 really? Out of 10. There's good nothing nice but, than a per- prettier than a pretty one. But yeah, like, good but, for him. Good for you, buddy. But you got I, a pretty weenie. <laughs> but it looks. <laughs> Put some lip gloss on it. Send it out for the night. <laughs> Put a top hat and a monocle on that guy. Let him have a night. On but the as town. you were saying, the genetics. It. He, it just all I can see is Macaulay Culkin, uh, jacked Macaulay yeah. Culkin with yeah. uh, a very impressive, uh, you know, member. Yeah, and good, for, good him. for him. And but that that show swarm. I believe it's Holly Berry's daughter is in it as well, and she was getting heat for like a nude scene. It's like let these like if you're an actor or an actress and you choose that you want to do a nude scene and you're gonna try to be out here shaming them. It's like just because they're comfortable with their body and how they use it doesn't mean that you have to be. Oh, so, as a dude that is forty three, when when you're twenty and you're at your hottest, that's when you get naked. You're in supposed front of to. I've got like naked. one shirtless photo of me from when I was like nineteen. And you had abs, and you show that to everyone Everybody. all the time. I looked great. You're like, this is me from last week. Yeah. You know you know what's kind of wild to think about? I feel like they are taking the Kardashian uh, recipe mm-hmm. because Macaulay just had baby number two. Oh, he did? Okay. Kier- Kieran, How do you know so much about the Culkins? Because I, it's all in the news. That's why I'm saying wow, like they're okay. all just like promoing all of these things. Baby number two, huge doinker and new show. Good for the Culkins, man. <laughs> Good for the, yeah. Yeah. It's a nice Culkin. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, you have to move across the country for a big career move. The job multiplies your income, but you have to move from the East Coast to the West Coast. You have a teenage child who doesn't want to go because senior year of high school, and your neighbor offers to shelter them free until they graduate, then help them fly out to where you moved after. Do you let them stay, or do you force them to move with you right then and there? 
uh, and you've known the neighbors for years, and they're good people. Message deleted. Had, that was the longest explanation of drama. It feels I like blacked the, out. I have no you, clue what just happened. I need I need uh, spark notes. Okay, um, so you're moving across the country. You have a child that is in high school, senior year. They don't want to move. And this guy's curious if you would let your teenager stay behind with the trusted next door neighbors, or if you would make them come with you, even though it would break their heart because it's their senior year of high school. Of course, if they wanted to stay, they could stay. They're almost an adult. If you're a senior in high school, you're 17 or 18 already. Totally disagree. Totally disagree. Absolutely what? not. That child <laughs> you're is, with me, is, a ch- is in a very challenging time in their life. Uh Almost all of your high school friends are totally worthless. I wouldn't say this to them, but we as adults know those relationships aren't meaningful relationships. Well, I mean, if you've got good classes it's and you're doing yeah, well sure, and they're succeeding, fine. then no, w- screw that. It's a, it doesn't matter. I moved going into my junior year of high school. I did too. Get in the damn van. Yeah. Nah. I moved twice in high school. Three. Yeah. Twice. It's fine. It I didn't sucks. move at all. I stayed in the same school district my entire education, 13 years. That's great. And, that, and Yeah, but that's just some people don't have that option. No, I hear that. But I'm saying, like, if I'm 18 and I'm telling my parents. You're not 18. You're a 17-year-old kid who's probably was 18, in all kinds of trouble. I was 18 years old going into my senior year of high school. I'm still protective of my 17-year-old pa- that I love sure. very much. I'm not going to leave him with some my, par- my parents would have let me stay. 100%. Man, you didn't move Absolutely out of your parents' house until not. you were like 28. No, I moved out when I was 18. And then and I moved back and then in. I moved back in because I was like, rent sucks. Uh, no way. I mean, but no you chance. Got, really? Get in the van. Absolutely what if they're going to go to school in that, in, the, in that state? And then there's, you're going to have to pay out of state tuition? There's schools no, in every not. state. It's six months whenever you you're living that, as a at 18 as a, years that's old. Not true. You don't think at 17, 18 years old that kids, not like thinking about your back, we're talking about a 16 or 17 year old. I wasn't held back. I graduated. I went to college at 17. Well, you started young. See? She would have been sixteen. Jordan, years old. what year were did, what what year did you or what age were you when you graduated high school? Seventeen. Son of a bitch. Seventeen here as well. <laughs> I was eighteen. So because you got held back, it's I didn't right. get held back. Yeah, a, yeah, some people just need a little extra time. No, it's fine. But at that <laughs> time, I think you know if you if you've got a responsible enough child who's going to college or going to do whatever, like moving them across the country, ah, you know, unless you plan on keeping them. In your house forever. Also, moving across the country is good for you. It gives you perspective. It makes you realize that the 100%. friends that you have aren't the end-all, be-all. Like, you'll meet new friends. Sure. There's good There's good things you can experience anywhere that you go. I don't know, man. I'm on the other end. No way am I leaving my 16 or 17-year-old. Not 16. 16, no. Oh, 16, no. Nope. But 17, fine. If you're going to be 18 That's by, before you graduate high school, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I think that we're holding the, that 18-year-old as an adult to a very high standard because I was an absolute moron at 18. Absolutely. Like, I'm not an adult at 18. I know that we are given, like, certain laws. And, like, we're, it's for war. I mean, it's not like, it's because, like, you're young and you're most fit at 18. It has nothing to do with, like, your brain and, like, you your ability to, like, actually have, like, Proper no, cognitive reasoning no on like, what's right and wrong. No, is making good decisions no. ever. It's just a protective thing. I'm with You're you. You're living I, with your trusted neighbors yeah. who you love nope. dearly. No, you are living with your parents that you hate. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Deal with it. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, so all of you go out for some drinks. Who is the designated driver, and why do they have to miss out on all the fun? Message deleted. Mahoney is the designated driver because he is not the sort of person that would go, okay, I'm just going to have a couple of drinks, but I'll keep it together so that way I don't that get ain't drunk. Happening. He is either all in and getting roaring drunk, Frank the Tank style, or not a drop. Yeah. So Mahoney's the DD. 
And I'm a lightweight. Yeah. Audrey, if she has two drinks, she would be falling over. Like, not falling over, but I'm definitely instant woo girl. And Jordan has turned into a full-blown alcoholic since joining the show, so. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, don't be. It's fine. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Please leave a message after the tone. Can bidets be used for more than just personal hygiene? Like, can I clean a baby or wash pets with those things? Message deleted. Okay, first off, you mispronounce bidets. You call bidets. it bidets. Bidets nuts. That's <laughs> what so you can wash with them. <laughs> I would like a nut feature on a bidet yeah, for sure. Yeah, I yeah, think that would be a little, little nut there is sauna. A nut, there is a nut feature. Is, is just, there? Just click the lady part. Oh. It's, <laughs> <laughs> It'll go up a little further. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Way out in the land of the setting sun Where the wind blows wild and free there's a lovely spot, just the only one that means home, sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada, home means the hills, home means a sage in the pine. Trucky silvery rills Out where the sun always shines Here is the land that I love the best Fairer than all I can see She's deep in the heart of the Golden West Home means Nevada to me One more time now Home means Nevada to me 